Welcome to this week's Prop Show with David Lindley, the CEO of Fine and Country. Hey. There you go. So, we should be wearing DJs and, and black ties, Chris. Uh, well, yeah, we're missing Matt. Oh, I thought he's a bit lonely here. Should yeah. I come round a bit? Yeah, come round a bit. Go on. The, um, yeah, we're missing Matt. Um, strategically wow. placed American football. Um, it probably won't go out the Super Bowl week, but basically Matt watched the Super Bowl. He was too tired because he's a big child, so he didn't come in. Um, Is that his excuse? That's his excuse, up all night. yeah. He stayed up all night watching the Super Bowl. Because that was a month ago, wasn't it? About a month ago. <laughs> yes, yeah. because of leading times. Because <laughs> of leading times. But yeah, so he stayed up all night, watched the Super Bowl, so he isn't here. Which which does mean that I get my fez back. Because hey. he nicked it. Does so that mean I can say roll VT or does he have to say that? Say roll say VT. It, point it. Say roll VT. Roll VT. So there you go. Uh, so that's uh, so that's magic. Titles roll. Okay. Uh, so titles come in, and yeah, so we're back. Uh, so uh, we've got David with us. David, um, big in the game, as Matt yeah. would say. Yeah, big yeah, in the yeah. Game, yeah, yeah. Uh, of, of that, there, fine and country. You're a bit close now. Do you think so? Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Bit of wide. There. Fill the space. Okay. Fill the space. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah. So Basically. we were at the Guild and Fine and Country Conference. Yeah, it's like a posh club for estate agents. What the fuck? Guild? Yeah. No, no. That, 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 <laughs> it's that, I would say the Guild are more like Mark Suspensers. These guys are like Waitrose. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Sorry, Ian. That's him, not me. Okay, yeah, love Ian, by the way. Big, big fan <laughs> of the show show. <laughs> He's been on the show show. Find hey. it in the YouTube. There you go. Right, so what are we talking about this week, big boy? Uh, so, um, well... Number of things. We've got David here, so obviously we're going to talk about Fine Country. Good. Um, got a couple of questions. Just had a great him, interview with him uh, in the in in the studio, not green room. Uh, and yeah, so I mean, if you got a question for David, we were at the Fine Country in the Guild Conference in London uh, a few weeks ago. Now um, there's a load of great content from that. Maybe we could drop a, a quick thirty seconds of me on stage, straight my stuff. We could. Well, yeah. we could, or we could drop in <laughs> the hilarious bloopers. <laughs> Yeah, go on, This is Chris Watkin from Landlord... What are we calling it? Hi, this is Chris Watkin from The Prop Show. No, start again. This is Chris Watkin, live from The Prop Show. No, go again. This is Chris Watkin, live from Westminster in central London for The Prop Show, telling you what's happening in the estate agency property market. Ooh, call the cops! <laughs> Oh. One take Watkin, one take Watkin, calling one take Watkin. <laughs> Come on, keep that one there. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> Roll VT. Rolling the VT. Rolling. Rolling. Here we go. Chris Watkin here at the Guild 2009 conference, and I'm with Steve. What did I say? <laughs> there you go, back in time. Sometimes it feels bring like it. Bring it back, <laughs> bring it back to me. Chris Watkin here at the 2019 Guild Conference and I'm with Rachel and Chris from the studio, John Snow. Thanks, John Snow. Sorry. <laughs> well, okay. that's okay. Hello. Baz. Baz, get Baz in there. This is Baz now, I've named him. Did you get the stroke? No. Yeah, I've, I've, been, I've named him. my big hairy thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
conversation. One, one man struggle. Sorry, one agent struggle against cheap fees, online agents, and overvaluing. One struggle. Put on the phone. Okay, there's me trying to sort. We're going to run around with these bloody circles. <laughs> the Renegade Master, bow for the people, back once again. Back once again for the Renegade Master, beat one, Dumbo, shout to the people, back once again for the Renegade Master, beat one. So, so, this is Chris Watkin, BBC TV, London, at Westminster, on a piece of ground, opposite the Westminster Abbey, waiting for some to go off the grass so I can do some bloody filming and go upstairs, have my lunch. The food's going to be cold by the time I finish this. I f***ing ate this job. I ate it all. I'm f***ing off. Uh, yes, yeah. that mate. You won't. Uh, there is a. Know, you can't have those bloopers. I need those for blackmail in case you ever get anything against me. Then I they're live the now, proofs. David. They're on the internet. Oh. They're in the internet for everyone to see. But the good thing is now um, that that they're out there. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Um, there is a fantastic video of Chris uh, strutting his stuff, uh, talking all things digital mayor and video, video, and how important it is for your agency in 2019, 2020. Um, you can find that on this link here. <laughs> There you go. 30 minutes of walking. What's not to love? Good stuff, good stuff. With a cameo from you, because you were on stage as well. I was. I literally, um, I, I wasn't cool with that, because uh, we'd been Why out, not? had a few, we had a few... Lemonade chubbies. A few lemonades the night before. Yeah, so basically we were at the Guild the day, because the Guild do it on one day, then the Final Country, because they're the same company, but different. Yeah. Um, we were at the Guild the first day, we yeah. were interviewing lots of people, and then yeah. we went for a few lemonade chubbies. We did, and I felt a little bit fragile. Um, but um, there was a lot of people looking at me and I, as I was wafting the Osmo around the place. But I mean, you know, you I'm... were on stage in front of 300 state agents. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I survived though. There you go. So bonus. No one can tell you were hungover. If that makes any better. Well, that's good. No one knew. No, I was. Yeah. No one knew. I, so, I was professional and I was not hungover by the time I went on stage because I would have let myself down. I've got a video I could drop in right here. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's get down to some seriousness. Okay, let's serious. Let's do frivolity. Ask David a serious question. Uh, David, the big question I want to ask you is, is the three strategies to get higher fees and more market share. Because you are the CEO of Final Country, and this can't be a promo for Final Country, but there are certain lessons that you could teach agents what to do. Because to be honest with you, I don't know if you know this, Final Country average fees, about 10 grand a pop. That's good. That's good money, that is. It's a lot of video. Decent, I mean, my client... It's <laughs> a lot of video. My, decent, my, my clients are charging a excess of 2%. Yeah. And the funny thing is, though, is, as, as David said earlier on, is they still got competition. You've got the likes of Sam's and Knight Frank. Yeah. Um, who, let's be honest, are just corporate estate agents, but just a bit posh. I said that. Uh, he couldn't possibly comment. Um, so, David, All straight to it. Three strategies to get higher fees and greater market share. Talk to me. What are they? Talk to me. So it's not, where, where this comes from is our network. And I can just see through the window over there, there's Mr. Newman being carefully edited by your colleague with an interview. With In our editing suite. 
in the suite. Yeah. And he is a, a part of the Final Country Network and he, like many others, feed back to us what's working well for mm-hmm. them. And then we can feed that back to other Final Country members and, and it gets progressively better from there. The, the common denominator that really works well is when they have a three-pronged strategy for the vendor which delivers them the best in exposure, the best in presentation and the best service that they can receive. Yeah, I mean, what you, if you could briefly touch on all three and then what we could then do is you could put that silly hat on and we could go into a lot more detail, Chris. Okay. What does the silly hat do? Oh, don't you know what that hat is? Everybody knows what that hat is. <laughs> Let's ask the prop show. Okay. Hat, hat on. Okay, so so it's my question master's hat. Ah, uh, that what it is. Yeah, uh. it's my question master's hat. Um, so let's go into a little bit more detail. Though. Okay. Um, so in terms of uh, strategies, let's first have a look at exposure. Yeah, let's yeah. go into a lot of detail. So so the way so there's somebody who works with Sean. His name's John Hanford, and John is you should get him on here because he's an absolutely superb estate agent, and he delivered a training event to. The rest of the um, the business in the Midlands there, and I think you've been to one of these mm. before, haven't you? I have. Um, and the way that John pitched it was he changed it around slightly, and he started with presentation and said yeah. the first thing you need to do is present the property in its best possible way. It yeah. needs to be in the best possible light before it comes to market. Yeah. And you have a strategy in order to deliver that. So maybe that is your more obvious things like professional present um, professional photography and yeah. things like that. But then also moves on to your drone videography, your Matterport. We've just started using Matterport quite yeah, a lot as well. Cool. And we launched that at the conference and they've already done their first Matterport, which looks superb. So it's all about the presentation of the property. And then only once that is as good as it should be, do you then move on to the exposure element of it. That's mm. the order mm. of it. Mm. And all of this, by the way, is, is delivered. And I thought this is really interesting in a timeline to the vendor. So what I've, what I've what they've been kind enough to share is a document which says, right, it, this is the day that we get instructed. Two days after this, maybe it's the photographer comes around, then we conduct the vendor interview, yeah. and then we do the photo, and so on and so forth. We create the videography, all of this gets ready to go. We have a launch event when it goes online, and then they run an open house strategy. Did Sean talk to you about the open house strategy? Well, he showed me his 19 stage, is it 19 stage or 20 stage? Amazing bit of kit. It's so, it's so detailed. And the beauty of that is that it sets up the expectation with the vendors perfectly. They know what's gonna happen and when it's gonna happen as part of their exposure strategy, and it goes on from there. So it's all about that setting the expectation with mm. the vendor of what they're going to receive and when, and well, then they concentrate look. that around an open house, which not everybody likes. They use it to great effect. And, mm. and if you ask Sean, so you have to have the right strategy mm. for that, it has yeah. to be very, very carefully done. Okay, so what does a good presentation look like? I mean, let's go back to basics, photography. What do you think good looks like? What do you think the agents out there should be doing? For me, the, the, it sounds really blase, but you have to have a, you have to have a professional doing it mm-hmm. because they know what good looks like better than we do. Like they wouldn't be a good estate agent. Like the estate agents are professionals at doing that. Yeah. So to have a professional photographer in is key. I mean, what do you think? Well, if you don't mind me saying, there's two things. I've been on the fi- that their fine and country website, Chris. You've been a prof- f- professional photographer as well. You've heard about these things. The first <laughs> thing I noticed was is that all of them. I should have, have asked you if you did. Have blue asked. skies with fluffy clouds. Mm. Why is that important? I mean, I know the answer, but let's hear it from you guys. I mean, I think it sells um, an idea. You're selling the lifestyle, the ideal. You know, when you when you go uh, to photograph a property or you go to film a property, what you're wanting to do is effectively show off a property to its very best. Okay? Could I live there? 
can I live here? Can I see myself curled up in front of this fire? Can I see my children playing in this garden? Can I see myself having a peaceful night's sleep in this bedroom? Yeah? Yes. And it, but it's also the little things like light, super important. You know, turn all your lights on, open all your curtains, get as much light in as possible, mm. make it feel bright, make it feel airy. You know, wherever possible, do that. And, and it's the small things. Professional photographers, you know, they'll, they, you know we, we'll try and... Um, get get you the best angles. You know, try and get you as broad a space, you know, as broad a shot of the room as possible. HDR, so yeah. high dynamic range. So that's a, a for anyone who doesn't know, that's basically three exposures of the same room compressed into one image, which gives you the detail both inside and outside of the room. So what that will allow you to do is see through the window. Mm. So say for example, you've got a beautiful conservatory. Yeah, massive thing, oak beams, whatever it might be. Nice three-piece suite, but it looks out onto a fan, your fantastic, mm. your fantastic new garden. If you were to purchase, yes. you know, an amateur photographer will not be able to expose correctly the foreground and the background to get you a really nice detailed interior and show off the potential panorama Absolutely. of that room. Another thing that's been on on that note actually, which has worked quite well, especially when the marketing needs a bit of a refresh mm. potentially, mm. Uh, dusk shots. Oh, beautiful! They're fantastic. Fantastic. There's a there's a, a couple of companies um, near here that do that. There's a new company called Pelham James, uh, who are based in Stamford, which is near us in Grantham, um, and they're very particular about the styling. So they yeah. will they will go with their professional photographer and they'll style the spaces. Mm. So. A, a, a smart breakfast bar in a country kitchen. Smash down to some Yeah, they'll have yeah. some croissant or they'll have... Yeah, what's all these yeah. photographs you know, of well, taps? What's all that about? It comes back to something that you said earlier about the lifestyle of it, of which you took the words out of my mouth, is that you're selling the lifestyle of, of the property you more than the bricks and mortar. And so that comes through in everything, whether that's the photography or the videography. We do um, interviews with the vendor and so on. But we... So... so we create huge 24-page sets of property mm. particulars and mm. we bring a property to market, mm. which sounds like war and peace. You wouldn't want to read it, but there's so little text in there. It's image-led. Mm. Because mm. if you have decent floor plan, the right imagery, and the vendor interview, as well as some key bullet points, it's kind of all you need. People don't necessarily want to read war and peace. You don't need, and particularly now. You know, in, People in buy this, with their eyes, don't Of course they, they yeah. do. And in, and in the modern age, in, in society now, as a former newspaper journalist... You know, when I started my career age 20, 21 on a local newspaper, you know, a 500 that word... five years ago? <laughs> Please. Um, you know, a five... You know, there was no... The, the internet... The, in, the internet... Was, you did that the internet you? was in its, in its infancy, early noughties. Um, the, there was no such thing as broadband. And so in order to... Um, to sit, you know, to, in order to absorb information, it would be a five hundred word article, or it would be finding your property in the newspaper, okay, or it would be, you know, a lot of prose. As things have moved on, as digital has become more prevalent, as video and social media have taken hold since two thousand and seven and onward, yes, imagery is far, far, far more important than it has ever been. Mm. Imagery has always been important. Look at the First World War, Second World War, Vietnam. The imagery has always always been super important because a picture tells a thousand words. Mm -hmm. thing. But people are getting lazier. They want to be spoon-fed information, which is why video is so prevalent. Because you can listen to it. You can be talked to it. People have stopped reading books. They have audacity or, or not audacity, or audible. audible. Yeah. People, while they're walking the dog, they're being yeah. read too. Yeah. They're not reading. Yeah. You know, so, and the BBC have far more uptake now on their app two lines and a photograph yeah not 
a big piece. Yeah. So I think you're 100% right. I think changing that way that you've structured that, making it very image-led, giving people that lifestyle feel mm -hmm. is very, very, very powerful. The thing that's, that surprised me, that a lot of people have fed this back to me, that, that the more than you put online means you have to reset expectations with vendors mm. to the point where they so they tell me that they say to their vendors that every viewing now you have to treat as a second viewing because there is so much information online yeah. that the first viewing is already completed very okay. true yeah well that, that's the same with um you as an individual now mm. uh, and what we do um because you know a lot of people will have watched this show a lot of people will have seen chris in any number of videos in you know in what we're now calling propflix the Netflix of a state agency. Um, so, that, isn't it? so the the thing is, you know, people will have seen Chris and will have made up their mind about who he might be, mm. like you would do if you met Phil uh, Schofield or Holly Willoughby. You know, you feel like you have a connection with them and you know them. Yes. Your digital fingerprint. This is something Troy Malcolm said at Stephen Brown's fantastic conference a, a, a month or so ago. You're leaving a digital mark. Before anyone comes to do business with you, whether you be a photographer, videographer, an estate agent, you know, a, a copywriter, a guru, whatever you might be, people have researched you. They've been on your LinkedIn profile, oh, they've looked to your Facebook. And you've almost built a relationship with them yeah. beforehand. Yeah. So I don't know whether you could stick around. At the conference, there was um, the speaker after the speaker after you was Daniel Priest. Mm. Did you watch his his presentation? No, but I, I'm, I've read, read the books. So, so he was talking about, was it 2016 where all these celebrities popped their clogs for whatever reason? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was and mad. He, and he was saying, why do you feel sad when, so he said, I felt sad when Prince died. Oh. I didn't know Prince. Prince never come round for dinner, never met the family, Did nothing. Oh, oh, I thought you, you were close personal friends with Prince and David Bowie. <laughs> Don't tell him that. <laughs> but he had built up in his own mind, because the, the, the human mind can't distinguish between online and physical. No. He felt like he'd built up a relationship with this person, obviously he hadn't whatsoever. But when Prince died, he suddenly felt sad. Mm. So from the state agent's point of view, if you can start to build the relationship before you actually meet the person, mm. you've done so much Well, I mean, work, interesting. Which is everything that you do, isn't it? That's the purpose of becoming a digital mayor, isn't of it? Of course, yeah. Yeah, I mean, basically what we advocate estate agents do is create content about their local town not about themselves or how wonderful <coughs> they are or how much market share they've got or how yeah. brilliant they are as an agent. Talk about the town. Talk about how wonderful it is. I mean, if you just do a hashtag digital, can I do it? Do it. Whoosh, just go to YouTube and type in the digital mayor. And we've got people. We've got Lewis, who was the first digital mayor. Lewis Thorogood. Yes. He's got a show that goes out every Friday and without spending a penny on Facebook advertising. He did at the start. Yeah. Population of the town is seventeen and a half thousand people, and between three and a half and four and a half thousand views every week, without being prompted or prodded, watch an average of eighteen minutes without fail of a twenty-five minute show. That's astonishing, isn't that? It is. That is engagement. Yeah, of course, it is. I got challenged on LinkedIn the other day saying, "Well, I haven't had many people commenting." No, but he's got people stopping him in the street. <laughs> and, and people Look, looking on and, it doesn't and it's matter. number two in the town of course it is months. But, but in addition to that we had because um, we run the occasional video training course we had a lady come on called Angela Barbara Robbins she's based in Nottingham which isn't far from here it's about 20 miles um, she came and did it, some video training she put out about half a dozen to a dozen um, walking down the street hi I'm Angela just wanted to give you a bit of information about the local market 12 videos she had a, a land she's, she does lettings and sales she had a, a, an investment landlord with a portfolio of 20 properties ring her and say, hi, Angela, um, 
I've seen your video, you clearly know about the local market and want to move my entire portfolio of property to. 20, 20 properties moved. That's yeah. So, so that's going to earn about well, 25 grand a year. Yeah, income, just like that. Because she's because if they built up a digital it doesn't yeah. always it doesn't but what I'm, but these are success stories yeah these are success stories you know not everyone's going to have this overnight thing okay um so but the, and this is what happens people build up this this relationship mm. you know before you they said even that happened to you at our conference as well that you, people had seen you on this show so much that they Stop knew it. you no they didn't they they knew the fest <laughs> They asked me where the Fez was. They weren't interested, did they? Not you, just the Fez. Just the Fez, mate. Just the Fez. It's, a famous, it's a famous hat now. Like Tommy Keepers. <laughs> just like that. I think, I think people feel like they know you already. Mm. And, and which that, is great. Which, which is half the battle, is, yeah. is getting people's attention and getting yeah. them to engage with you. Because something really weird happens. When, when people engage with you, they start to trust you. But the biggest issue yeah. is how do you get over the fear of looking down a camera like this? Because mm. a lot of people are really scared of that. It, yeah. Do you know what? It, do you know what the worst part of it is? Um, I don't think... I'm going to take this off now. It's the end of Ask the Pop Show. Um, the, um, We've still got exposure and service to do. Yeah, well, we can ask David about those um, as well. But I, I think it's not so much... I don't think it's so much about the camera. I think it's about how people feel they'll be judged. And it's the same. It's the same fear as public speaking, isn't it? Of course, it's. I think that's, that's, it that's what it comes back to. But it is crucial in in because you said this when you were on stage. I think Paul Long said this, and Daniel Priestley all said it's about getting your potential customers to know, like, and trust you. Mm -hmm. And videography is one of the ways now that wasn't mm. available until a few years ago. Really, no, that not, you can not do in that. the same way. A low cost and low time, I guess, if that's the right expression for it as well. Yeah. I mean, Lewis, going back to Lewis, he does his born show for very little cost, if any cost. He's got a camera and... It like, really is know. a tripod. Really for the first six months, it was, a, it was an yeah. iPhone. It's budget. So it's, tripod. It's, it's budget. Yeah. It's budget and he's getting the numbers. But we've now launched a new um, show with um, Story Estates in Cheshire. Um, and we're producing that for them to... The Rolls Royce standard, the sort of the production mm. standard, um, and a link can be found here. Shh. Um, Might you just drop in the thirty-second trailer now? Okay, you can watch it. So anyway, that is the kind of the, the kind of produced that, version. That's the digital yes. mess. Yeah, that's the digital mess. That's the produced version. But there are there's a sliding scale of stuff. What's important more than anything, more than paying anybody, more than doing anything, is you know if you if you follow Tony Robbins, Gary Vaynerchuk, Russell Brunson, um, you know any any of these kind of social media marketing experts across mm. the world, if you don't do it now someone will either do it first yes yeah or the cost of doing it will skyrocket yes so yeah. we, we, we when we when we started doing this show we had this um this feel that like youtube was already over like, like youtube youtube had been out youtube youtube had been going and people had established the brands the shows all that the sort of stuff and and it was going to be very very difficult to 
to get people to kind of watch and absorb information. But if you look at YouTube, like you view television, mm. television's been running for, I don't know, I can't remember how many years, over 100 years. Oh, no, is that that? I can't, probably, about 100 yeah. years? TV? Like that. Yeah, okay, so maybe, maybe that. Live so, from Alexander Palace. Well, whatever. But, you know, <laughs> no, because, no, because I don't know. But, so probably 50s that became established. Yeah, it was the so um, 1950s. Yeah, 1953 with the Queen's. Yeah, fi- the, 50s. Um, yeah, so you're talking 60, 60, 70 years of television, mm. you know, in this arc of TV. And TV's still here. People still have one in every living room. It's just communication. Of course mm. it is. It's just communication. So if you, but if you look at YouTube, like you view television, YouTube established around when social media started in 2007 so so just over 10 years yeah i think don't, yeah. we haven't even scratched the sub- subject let's move on to exposure and service go i mean just on exposure just to segue between those two things to say, to say something Ooh, i might regret dirty, wow. is um so i thought that paul long we were talking about his presentation earlier mm-hmm. so paul if anyone doesn't know teaches Facebook advertising, would you call it that in its most simple terms? But it's, it is incredible it's quite what he does. Yeah, he's he is, amazing. He yeah. is an expert. Yeah, I'd need Paul Long in my business, actually. Yeah, we all do. Yeah. And he, he, the way he talks about Facebook now is that it shows that that platform has, has reached a bit of a maturity. Because I think for 10 years, people have been banging on about social media mm, yes. without real much direction as to how you monetize it, just saying it's important, it's important that you're on it, do yeah. this, that, or the other. But now it's suddenly reached a stage where for not very much money, it is very, very powerful if used in the right way. Mm. So Paul teaches how to use your own database, create lookalike audiences and so on. And if you look at um, things like the, the US presidential elections, how they're won is where the market goes. Massive, so yeah. Obama won it on social media, on content. And then Trump, rightly or wrongly, has won it on almost the manipulation of the data within there. Yeah. But Paul can teach the same thing. That if you take all of your past sellers, put it into Facebook, and you can target those yeah. people. Yeah. And I think I said the conference. Not with adverts. Not with users. We're brilliant, but give them. Co- I mean, yes. if you want to just Google content marketing, basically create decent content that people would miss if if you didn't do it. Yeah. But mark, you need the marketing element. Yeah. To get that message in front of the right. It's people. like you said with your property show as well that you have to do it, you have to pay to get a bit of traction at the start, but then it becomes organic. Yes. So it was at the Bourne property yes, show. Yes, it is. Did that. Fantastic, yeah. I mean, really it, it really is two blokes behind a desk on a, in an estate agency office. Yeah. And three and a half to four and a half thousand people every week will watch 18 minutes of a 25-minute show without More now. money. More now. The numbers are bigger than that now. It's right. mental. Well, no one tells me this. Yeah. Okay. It's more, more now. Come on, talk about service. The, t- the clock is ticking. Service. So one of the things that, that I thought was really interesting about um, service, and this is a, a bit unusual perhaps, is that if you think of an email campaign, what would you say is a good open rate for an email campaign? For a state agency? Yeah. Um, I, I've always been told, we had Briefly Market over here, um, Damon here, you remember yeah. him? Yeah, good bloke, and David Nunes. Yeah, good bloke. Uh, he said single figures, four, yeah. five, six percent, yeah. considered good. Yeah, So I think, I think that's pretty normal, isn't it? And I know it's a different format of communication, but a WhatsApp message has an open rate of over 90%. Now, that's different. You can't broadcast, I know. But what a lot of final country officers have said to me is that they are communicating with their vendors via WhatsApp almost exclusively because it's easier for them. It's easy for the vendor. It's easy for the final country agent as well. It's informal. It's quick. It's instant. They get that yeah. message across. And it's a bit unusual to have yeah. your estate agent on WhatsApp, but... And you can use different medium because you can put a video on their clip. You can put yeah. a couple of professional photos. You could 
put yeah. for pros. And what's great, and actually, there's some really great ways of using that. And there's not the expectation of, of no. being ultra professional with it as no. well, is there? Because no. you're on WhatsApp, you could do a candid That's video cool. update in the car yeah, or yeah. something. Um, and nobody's going to judge you on the fact that it is mm. candid and well, surely, it's a, it's, surely it's about communicating with your vendor or your client and asking them the way they want to be communicated because giving them the choice yeah, yeah. I yeah, think so I think it's brilliant well Matt um, who isn't here obviously sleeping oh. uh, so Matt um, he um, <laughs> Matt, Matt um, had that with his mechanic yeah same same sort of thing and was so blown away by it he sent his car in for a service the guy was had his car up on the ramps and said Hello, Mr. Lee. Just thought I'd let you know um, this is what we're doing. Little walk around. Little walk around and what have you. There is no reason why that can't be done by an agent. It's fantastic. It's a great idea. Yeah. It's a great idea. And the cost is nil. Zero. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And WhatsApp's owned by Facebook. Yeah. But apparently they're they're converging all of those messaging platforms, Mm -hmm. Instagram, Facebook, and WhatsApp. So now... Which is a bit frightening mm. because that's most of what people do on their phones, I think, isn't it? Between those three, yeah. you have an email client and making phone calls. But other than that, yeah. it's very centred around those. But they're also throwing huge volumes of cash into video. Yes. But, you know, Facebook video, um, it, it, there was a statistic the other week where number of hours viewed of video on Facebook tipped over the number of hours viewed on on YouTube. Really? Yeah. Big, here's a huge tip for you. Um, is do... Do not upload YouTube links to Facebook or LinkedIn. No, native. But let me, let me explain. Go on. Um, if I, I, I don't know if you've seen, I took a few videos out. Do, do you? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Propflix. <laughs> um, if I, Hashtag Propflix. If I physically upload a video to YouTube and then share that YouTube link out on social media, if I get a viewing within a week of 100 views, I think I'm doing really, really well. If I physically upload the video to LinkedIn, a bad video will get a thousand views and a good one will get ten to twelve thousand views. So you go to each of the platforms and upload separately each time. Now here's, yes, but here's a huge tip for agents. So um I don't know if you recall I did a training video on how to do local property market updates using Rightmove for free. Or maybe we could do another link here. Oh, what Jess did we drop, yeah. drop it in? No, it's eighteen minutes long. We're not dropping that one in. <laughs> we, but, shh. Um, and let's just say you've done a local property market update on Leicester mm-hmm. and you're in four Leicester groups. I'll wrap it up, don't worry. This is really important. You physically upload it four times to the groups individually. And you mean Facebook groups of a community about something in Leicester? Yes. But here's a massive tip. I'm giving you all my advice away for free today. You should. Make sure that when you upload it four times, you change the file name every time. I've learned that. What happens if you don't? Because then Facebook knows it's the same video. But by changing the file name, it thinks it's a different video. So it looks like you're uploading four different videos. There's a tip for wow. you. Clever. Yeah. Oh, gold nuggets from Mr. Yeah. Watkins. Just give it all away. <laughs> give it all away. Loads more tips on the YouTube channel. We've had it whoosh whoosh. Right, come on. We've got time to go. Uh, so, hang on. Uh, so we find out what Steve says in Edgware. Steve says. Are you the digital mayor? Thanks, Steve. Um, and uh, yeah, so I want to thank our show sponsors who give us no money but give us free stuff. Uh, so I'd like to thank Wandome for the glasses. Wandome! Uh, so that's good. Yondel for the socks. Okay. Um, 
Money, uh, money, money Penny also Although, to be fair, this is the only pair of Money Penny socks. Just saying, Sam. This is the only pair we have. Yeah, come on, Sam. You don't share. Send us some socks, Sam. Yeah. Um, so, thanks, Matt. Although, I do like these better than the Yomdells. Yeah, well, we but do But Matt likes that. the Yomdells better than the Money Penny, so each to their own. Um, so, that's great. We'll do that video next week where I actually shoot, which you can shoot whether you're an estate agent or letting agent. We'll do that next week. Be... We'll put it in next week's show. Next week's show. Next show. week's show. Uh, so, thanks, really, for watching. Uh, thanks, David. Thank uh, you, Matt. I, I don't suppose Fine and Country do overpriced tap, do they? <laughs> no, but would you like some? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but what, uh, well, not, uh, over, no, but what's overpriced tap? What would that be? What could we have that you could send in? That we what could what, what would Fine and Country send you? Gold pen? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Actual gold. Yeah. Actual solid gold. Go. Well, I think there's gold. only one thing now that we can say. Thanks, and that's basically point at, point at the camera and shout shalom. So you ready? Shalom! shalom!